Today on the newscast, Turkey's tyrant is up to his old tricks. Find out how Erdogan is confronting Israel and the West once again. That's next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. Recep Tayyip Erdogan, Turkey's radical president, had been uncharacteristically quiet as of late, but that all changed this week. First, Erdogan's government announced that it had arrested what it claimed were 15 Israeli Mossad spies on Turkish soil. Then, Erdogan threatened to expel 10 Western ambassadors from Turkey. He's since backed down from that threat, but you can bet that he's not done stirring things up. A few things to remember here. First, Erdogan's ruling AKP party is basically the Turkish branch of the Muslim Brotherhood. Second, he's openly hosted Hamas members on Turkish soil. Third, he allowed jihadists to travel freely from Turkey into Syria to join ISIS. And fourth, Erdogan has repeatedly said that Jerusalem should be under Islamic control and has even said that, quote, Jerusalem is ours, meaning Jerusalem should once again be the capital of a revived Turkish-led caliphate like in the Ottoman glory days. Folks, under Erdogan, Turkey, a NATO member, is more like Nino, NATO in name only. Now, I talked about Erdogan's latest moves on yesterday's Watchman Newscast live stream. Take a look. He's been a bit quiet over the past few months. There have been a lot of problems economically in Turkey, and he's been trying to maybe smooth things out a bit with nations that he had been at odds with over the past several years, including nations like the UAE and Egypt and perhaps even Israel, at least some of the rhetoric coming from Turkey, maybe a bit more conciliatory at times. But now Erdogan is saying, or his administration in Turkey is saying, that Turkey has arrested 15 Mossad operatives. The Israeli security services have been arrested by uh, Turkish authorities, according to the Turkish government. Now, we don't have any confirmation of this. This is a Turkish claim. Uh, key point there, apparently these so-called Mossad spies were of Arab, Palestinian descent, most of them operating on Turkish soil. This is according to Turkey. Israel, to my knowledge, has not responded to this charge uh, from Turkey yet. We're going to keep a close eye on that because Turkish media and Turkish government mouthpieces were really playing this up, folks. Uh, could this spark increased tension between Turkey and Israel? Like I said, the Turkish government had been a bit muted in recent months after just, wow, an onslaught of anti-Israel rhetoric and covetous rhetoric over Jerusalem again and again that, wow, I mean, to covet another nation's capital so openly to me is a very big deal. Uh, but he'd been a bit muted, had Erdogan in recent months. Now, all of a sudden, we've arrested 15 Mossad operatives. We'll look to hear more on this story, but that's not all. Erdogan up to his old tricks with Israel, but also with the West in general. We've told you on the newscast how he is increasingly moving to the east, into the arms of Iran, into the arms of Russia, which would be more the north of Turkey. But Moving out, I should say, moving out of the NATO orbit. Again, uh, Turkey is a NATO member nation. I call them NINO, NATO in name only under Erdogan. But nevertheless, they are a NATO member nation. 
Turkey clearly moving away from the West and into the arms of the East in the form of Russia and Iran in particular. More on that in a second. Ezekiel 38 and 39, anyone. But now Erdogan is very angry, and I'm going to pull this up and just get the exact nations that he's angry at. He is very angry, and questions in a minute, guys. Let me just finish this. He is very angry that uh, Western nations have expressed support for a Turkish philanthropist named Osman Kavala, who's been imprisoned in Turkey. Now, unfortunately, Turkey has been under Erdogan, has become, I believe, the world's biggest jailer of journalists. It gives you an idea of the trajectory they're going in. But also this philanthropist, his, his sin, his crime was probably opposing Erdogan's radical policies. Nevertheless, he's in prison. And some Western nation said, look, let him go. Uh, we, we don't believe he should be in prison. And Erdogan says to the U.S., Germany, France, the Netherlands, Canada, Denmark, Sweden, Finland, Norway, and New Zealand, he says, you know what? We're going to eject, expel your ambassadors, 10 nations. We are going to expel your ambassadors from Turkey. Get out of here. And apparently he's climbed off the ledge. It could have been an economic disaster for him if he did this, really isolated and alienated the West even more than it's been alienated from Turkey under Erdogan. But we're keeping an eye on that. Rumblings once again in Ankara and Recep Tayyip Erdogan. You just knew he wasn't going to stay silent for long, folks. And by the way, between Erdogan, between Russia, and we got into the Naftali Bennett-Putin meeting on the Monday uh, Friday newscast, actually last Friday, the day it happened, October 22nd. Check it out in our archives. We also discussed it on Monday, this Monday's newscast, all there in the archives. Uh, between Russia, what's going on there between Russia and Israel, between Turkey's radical turn, Iran, of course, and Sudan this week. Have you been following this? We mentioned it on, I believe, yesterday's newscast or, or Monday's newscast. Uh, Sudan now in the middle of a military coup. Now, Sudan was on the verge of signing the Abraham Accords peace agreement with Israel. There were some rumblings that Abdullah Hamdak, who was who is the ousted now interim prime minister in Sudan, he's under house arrest apparently, that he was perhaps preparing to travel to Washington, D.C. and sign the Abraham Accords, make it official. Remember, it was about a year ago that Israel and Sudan at least verbally agreed to, to normalize relations and that Sudan was going to come on board with the Abraham Accords. Is that in jeopardy now? Uh, it's interesting because this new military government that's running Sudan and this general, his name is Burhan, uh, his last name is Burhan, he apparently was an advocate for normalizing relations with Israel, even more than the ousted prime minister who they just overthrew. Uh, but what happens now? There's so much instability there. People are in the streets. Does this, does this put the normalization off? for the foreseeable future and does this have a prophetic implication for the answer to that question and much more including the latest on growing tensions between the biden administration and israel the honeymoon is over there folks check out yesterday's full live stream right here on the channel just go to the newscast category and you'll find it right there Hey, a quick programming note before we go. I'll be heading back to Israel very soon to get some great new Watchmen material, so stay tuned for that in the coming weeks. Now, I'm very blessed to be able to travel to Israel and do what I do, but 
What if you can't get to the Holy Land, especially with all the COVID travel restrictions over the past year and a half? Well, our good friends at Artsa deliver a little piece of the Holy Land to your doorstep. Artsa is a unique quarterly subscription box that features amazing products from a different city or region from Israel every time, all made in Israel by Israeli small businesses. This month features products from Israel's beautiful Judean desert, and with the holidays coming up, this is a great gift for anyone in your life who loves God's land and wants to bless Israel by supporting Israeli small businesses. Just go to artsabox.com and use the discount code WATCHMAN18 to get 18% off your Artsabox subscription. It's a good deal and a great product that we really believe in here, and we hope that you enjoy it. Thanks for joining us on The Watchman today. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.